Today we're going to go through 10 parenting tips, what works, what doesn't, and how to do the important stuff. Stay with us. Welcome to The Home Place. I'm Paul, this is my wife Carolyn, and we are parents to two kids. They're up on the back wall there <laughs> when they were little. They're now 20 and 22 out of the home. And the progress, or the, the process, I should say, of Both. parenting <laughs> has been very much a part of our lives. And so we wanted to go through, what book have you got this, there, This Caroline? little book here, Child Guidance. You can Google it. E.G. White is the author. And you can find it on Kindle. You can get it, I'm not sure if it's on Audible, but you can get it on various forms. And I would say that, when, in fact, before we even had kids, if you remember, when we were thinking about having kids, we started reading this book. That's right, yes. And then when we had them, we were really reading this book. And when they would be put to bed at night, we would dive into here and just try and make practical what we read, that it would be life-changing for our family. It, it, we're sharing this book because it was a book that worked for us. And it is, Karen called it a small book. It is not a small <laughs> no, book. It's not a Look small at that book. thing. It's like 600, 500, lots of pages. Anyway, so, it's split into sections and chapters like most books and uh, it's got 20 odd sections and we're going to do 13 of them over the next 13 weeks. Mm -hmm. So we're diving in with section one, mm -hmm. which was three chapters and we split it out into 10 points. We're going to go through pretty, pretty quickly. Pretty quick. Yeah. So first point, parenting tips, what works, what doesn't. Number one, it says parents, this is the quote from Child Guidance, page 23. Parents are to look upon their children as entrusted to them of God to be educated for the family above. That's obviously heaven is talking about. Train them in the fear and love of God for the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Now, one thing we didn't tell you about this book is it's old. <laughs> It's older than us. Um, and we're and, old. <laughs> and so when it talks about train them in the fear, it doesn't mean, ah, I've got to be scared of God and do everything he says just in case he zaps me and that's the end of me. It's more the word is more reverence. Right. So we'll be kind of NIVing child guidance as we go through, making it more modern. So what does that say to you, Wifey? That, well, it that says quote. to me that your children are not just yours. Yeah. They're actually God's children. He was the one who gave them to us and he's the one who's going to give us the ability to raise them and they're his ultimately. And I think if we can keep that in mind, that really helps us in the big picture and it helps us on this end of it when our children fly the nest and then it's like, whoa, what happened? They were mine. Right. No, they were his. Well, and entrusted, if somebody entrusts you with something, then uh, especially the Lord, he is going to give you the grace and all that you need to raise those children for him. It says that we're to raise them for him. So it's uh, it, what we're trying to say is it's not all down to me. Oh no, I've got these children, I don't know what to do. God will step us through. And you don't need to know it all on day one, or day two, or day 20, or year 20 for that matter. So they're entrusted of us and God will help us through. That's tip number one. Mm -hmm. Tip number two. 
The first child especially should be trained with great care, for he, she, will educate the rest. Oh boy, is that ever true. You know, with <laughs> Hannah, she took very seriously training her brother. And, in <laughs> and fact, that was not always amazing. Not always good. He wasn't always thrilled. I mean, he's really chill. We're very thankful. It's a good job. <laughs> Perhaps he became chill because Hannah was type A. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's super chill. So he would take it so far. And then it was like he was done with m mom number two. He did not need two of us. <laughs> mom, mom number two was sister. Yes. Oh, yes. Mom sister. number two was big sister who was following in the footsteps of mom number but one. The, the point that you are trying to make is that we do need to put extra effort into the first child because you know if you have two three four five you can't be there you know all of the time but their siblings can and they can say oh no don't do that don't mommy wouldn't like that or you know mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. Um, and now, they have to learn not to be bossy, as Hannah had to learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's going to happen. Now, you might be watching this and you've already had number one and number two and you didn't do anything with them. Well, start where you are. Right. You can't go back in time. In fact, as we go through a lot of the, the points here, don't beat yourself mm -hmm. up for the ones you haven't done. If you haven't done them, you haven't done them. You just got to start now. You know, you can go to the Lord and confess that. You may want to confess that to your children, but then you start over and you move on from yeah. here. Don't spend the rest of your life lamenting what you didn't do because each day you'll have more to lament that you didn't do. Yeah, we would sometimes say to our kids, you know, we haven't done this before. <laughs> so we're going to make a few mistakes. Forgive us. And, you know, children are pretty forgiving. Mm -hmm. uh, they remember more than you think, but they are pretty forgiving. <laughs> okay, number three. Before reason is fully developed, whatever age that is, children may catch a right spirit from their parents. This tells me that children may also catch a wrong spirit from, from their, their parents. parents or whoever they're around. So, Again, you've got to read between the lines with a lot of these quotes, and that's what we're doing in these programs. If they can catch a right spirit, they can catch a wrong spirit. So nothing is being said here. It's just the atmosphere mm -hmm. in the home. So we have to be careful as mom and dad. It's not like we're, we're just boxing each other and we're yelling. It's like, oh, hello, little girl. How are you? The children catch the spirit of the parents. So we've got to be kind <laughs> to one another. Uh, we've got to be tender to one another. And if you've got one of you that is a bit more vocal than the other, that one has to tone it down. Uh, that's the bottom we, line. We don't have that in our family, Yeah, right? my dear wife is, is so vocal she had to tone it down. Actually, the, <laughs> the truth of the matter is I'm the vocal one and I have to tone it down, still do. So yeah. if I want to talk on this program, I just do this? Is that yeah, right? you do oh, whatever okay. you got to do. <laughs> Another thing about this program is we are seeking to be totally real. We have made a lot of mistakes mm -hmm. in parenting. Praise God, I think we did a lot of things right mm -hmm. as well. That's purely from him and from, and from this book. <laughs> Right, and from this book here. <laughs> and from the scriptures themselves, <laughs> yes. Uh, and we've got two kids that love the Lord mm -hmm. and love us. So and are some, serving Him. And something went right. Mm -hmm. But as we go through these programs, we are going to share the things we did wrong. As well, well as you, can, we you right. can always look back and think, oh, if only I hadn't or if only I had. We all are going to do that through this life. So where it hit talks here about the catching the right spirit. I mean, we can beat ourselves up again and say, oh no, my children, they've heard us arguing, you know, they've heard us thumping around and banging around. Well, so they have, but confess your faults and move on. Don't, mm -hmm. don't get stuck in the, 
I didn't do that, so I might as well give up. No, you can start now. God's bringing it to your attention now. Go forward and try and create that positive atmosphere in the home, which goes a long way. You know, you've walked into a room before now and nobody said a word and it's like, oh, something's not right here. If we perceive that, children perceive that as well. So number four, the word education means more than a course of study at college. Education begins with the infant in his mother's arms. That's page 26. Oh boy, is that true? We really start to teach them from brand newborns. Even before that, if you think about the scriptures, John the Baptist right. uh, and his wife, whose name I've forgotten, Elizabeth, Elizabeth. <laughs> they were given instructions um, about what to do. Oh, oh Manoah and mm-hmm. uh, his wife, mm-hmm. whose name I've forgotten as I well. I don't think we knew. <laughs> oh, they were given instructions <laughs> of God in the Old Testament, how to eat and all of that mm-hmm. stuff before they had their child. So, yeah, we tend to think of, OK, I've got to educate my children. I'll start when they're four. No, I think we start when they're four months pregnant. <laughs> when you're four Well, months and pregnant. that just means, you know, we can tend to think, well, you know, when our kids get to this age, then we'll start training them that this is good, but this isn't, and all of that. Right. And when our kids have gotten to that age, that education period is, is already yeah. gone. Yes. <laughs> it's already happened. So to me, this just says start where you are. Mm-hmm. Start right now. The earlier, the better. The earlier, the better. Yeah. Okay, we're, we're halfway through. Number five, the twig. As the twig is bent, the tree is inclined. This is a, uh, a quote that the child guidance was quoting from somewhere else. It's a proverb, apparently. What does it say? What does it say? as the twig is bent. You know a twig, you know, little bendy twig. It's pliable. It, it can be bent. They, they are so moldable, moldable. at a young age, yes. so, so tenderly. So you can incline them to positive things over negative things, to enjoy being outside, to enjoy the prettiness of nature rather than the negativity that some parts of life has. And if we incline them that way, then as they get older, they have that inclination to do those things. Yes. So as the twig is bent and pliable and moldable, so the tree is inclined that way. So what Carolyn was saying, deal with them when they're moldable, when they're bendable, because that will shape their whole life. Mm -hmm. We see our 20 and 22 year old now, um, even though they do not live in the home and they're out of the home in their own life, we see them making choices and we smile at each other thinking, I know why they're doing that because that's what we taught them. (laughs) And they're too young to even remember that we taught them. That's not brainwashing. Remember, we are giving our children their responsibility and trusted from God. And so that's our responsibility to to train them in that direction. Well, I think the Bible verse, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. It goes hand in hand with this quote, because that that is that part too, is we do our part when they're young, as early as possible and have confidence for the future. Yeah, Uh, we're coming up to another point, another tip. So it's what works and what doesn't. That's Mm -hmm. our subtitle. So if you do not put the effort into the children when they're younger, and you just say, it's okay, we won't, you know, they, they don't have to start school till they're eight, so we'll just let them run, you know, free as birds and just do whatever they want to do and not put any effort into character training. If we do that, and then you're trying to get your nine-year-old to sit still and they've just been bouncing around for years, <laughs> it's going to be difficult. So got to start young with that character training. Okay, number six, wifey, you read this one. Human wisdom 
more than human wisdom is needed by parents at every step. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> is that ever true? I don't care what stage you're at, what age your young people are at. That is so true. We cannot, we just don't have it, do we? We really just don't. So this is a call to prayer. It is. And that's why in this, in our studio this season, you've got prayer going on all over the place because we <laughs> yes. just want to be, we want to be surrounded by that and the realization that the most important thing we can do for our young people, babes in arms or 20 odd out in the workplace is prayer. Yeah. Is to pray for them. We need God's wisdom because he knows how they should be raised and how to do it. And God has given us wisdom through his word, mm -hmm. through the scriptures. And there's actually quite a bit and we're going to be covering them in the programs to come. There's quite a few scriptures that play into parenting. This book, I honestly believe this book was inspired of God mm -hmm. and it has got valuable. I mean, a lot of people would say this is old fashioned. But well, it's kind of people... gotten a bad rap because people think that it's outdated and not practical but boy oh boy we have found it to be so practical amen amen and the, the thing is people don't like old-fashioned books but they like old-fashioned kids you know that behave <laughs> and are respectful <laughs> and work hard that kind of stuff oh yeah i like that um well it comes out of this kind of experience yeah we're not talking about dressing old-fashioned you know in um in the ways they dressed 100 years ago but we're talking about old-fashioned never go out of date principles mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so a call to prayer. Uh, if you've made a lot of mistakes, as we have, then just pray, Lord, forgive me. Cleanse their minds. Undo what I did. And God's answered that prayer for us. Um, okay, number seven. Parents should not lightly regard the work of training their children, nor neglect it upon any account. Mm -hmm. went very quiet didn't mm -hmm. it? Um, the reason being is because there are so many things that the devil puts in parents way to distract them and they're good things oftentimes it can be um, a career maybe the husband and the wife both have promising mm -hmm. careers and that's good but if it gets in the way of you training your children it is not good it well if it means that the babysitter or the childminder or the daycare are the ones doing this work whilst we are out in the workplace usually that catches up to us yeah it said right that first point was the children are entrusted mm -hmm. <laughs> not to the daycare not to the school but to the parents mm -hmm. so we can't allow any i don't know you know as you're watching this is there anything in your life that is stopping you giving your children the education they need, the, the character training we're mm -hmm, talking about? Mm -hmm. Or are you neglecting them? And the thing is that I, as a dad, you know, like I said, our children have grown up in the home and they've gone. And I honestly say I can look back and, yeah, I made lots of mistakes, but I gave it my best shot. Mm -hmm. And that is comforting. I can't imagine what it's like. Your children are grown and gone and they're making bad choices and you don't like what they're doing. And then you kind of look in the mirror and you think, oh, man, I wish I'd given them a bit more time when they were I younger. was going to say, and giving the best shot doesn't mean that we are the best and the pro parents. Right. But putting time into it. Yes. Yeah. And letting and God studying bless. studying stuff out. Right. And praying. And letting God bless and, the time. Yeah, that's right. So don't lightly regard. Don't let anything else get in the way of those children. Because, you know, you might put all your energies into your career, but then you might, your company might fold up and you're, you know, out of your career. 
but your kids are still there. Well, so and when the children are this age, the ages of these two little munchkins in the photograph, you think that age will go on forever. It's never going to move on. And all of a sudden, here we are, and they're out of the nest. And yeah. that season is past. Yeah. Okay, we've got to keep going, we wifey. Did, Number eight, why don't you read this one? Many who profess to be followers of Christ are sadly neglectful of home duties. It's kind of similar to the last one, isn't they it? They do not perceive the sacred importance of the trust which God has placed in their hands to so mould the characters of their children that they will have the moral stamina to resist the many temptations that ensnare the feet of the youth. So this is talking about Christian homes. Yes. That many in many Christian homes, there is neglect of these kinds of duties, these kinds of responsibilities within the home that are going to train the young people in the right direction. And what caught me as I read this again was that our training, what we're doing now with our 10 year olds and our 12 year olds, um, we are training them because they are going to get temptations mm -hmm. from the devil as youth, you know, mm -hmm. and I think that's as they go off to college or start in a job out of state, out of the home, boom, in come all the temptations. It's now our responsibility as parents, whilst the kids are still with us, to train them to make right choices so they can right. understand Right, and, and training them in the principles that we know because we don't even know what that will look like by the time they get to the age that they're flying the nest yes. and going out into the world. You know, what our kids are now facing at 20 and 22, 20 years ago, those young people were yeah, having to the, deal with. The whole gender crisis and all of that. Just was all not the anything device, the device The devices, yes. All yeah. of that. None of that we really have to deal with. No. So what, what, what you're saying is what a 10-year-olds now are going to have to deal right. with in so, 10 years' time. So giving them the principles that are stabilizing, that will prepare them to meet whatever it is they meet yeah. in the future. Perfect. Okay, two more to go. Number nine, you are to teach your little ones to know Christ. And we're going to get real practical on that as we go week by week. What does that actually look like? This work you must do before Satan sows his seeds in their hearts. You know, there, there's, Christians are supposed to be nice, yes. But I think the <laughs> devil is trying, oh, you need to be so nice. You just let your children do whatever they would like to do. And if they want to think this or that, you just let them do that. No, Satan is after them. The, the enemy is after them. And our responsibility as Christian parents is to sow the seeds of truth in their hearts so that they're ready to deal with Satan's temptations. So that they know what right is and what wrong is. That's right. Now, some children seem instinctively to know, but most children don't. And right. most most of us from babyhood are more inclined to the wrong than that we are the right. Well, all of us, <laughs> let's face it. I mean, have you ever had to say to your children, now children, you're just way too good at sharing. Can you just be a bit more selfish? How many of you have ever had to do that? We never had to do that. We were always doing the opposite. <laughs> um, so the devil is going to test your young people once yeah. they leave the home. So whilst they're in the home is the opportunity for you to pour this effort yep. in. Yeah. And it will give phenomenal results because we are dealing with truth. We mm -hmm. are dealing with mm -hmm. God helping us and God made our mm -hmm. kids. So we have a much more of an advantage than the devil, especially yeah. if we put our work in. If we don't, the devil will get the edge on us. Parenting tip number 10, wifey. The you. mother must ever stand preeminent in this work of training the children. 
While important duties rest upon the father, the mother by almost constant association with her children, especially during their tender years, must always be their special instructor and companion. What a beautiful outline of what our work is. We are to be the companions to our children. And I know there are days when you don't want to see your child again. <laughs> you have had enough. <laughs> but I'm telling you, on this side of the fence, when they've flown the nest and gone, it's like you're just, the minute the phone rings, everything stops in our house when one of our children calls home. Right. And because, you know, <laughs> whereas, yeah, whereas back all those years ago, sometimes we didn't have time for yeah. them. Now we do. But now all of a sudden we have time for them and you know becoming as it says there their special instructor and companion instructor because we're guiding them through the choices in life wouldn't that wouldn't the modern term would be become their best friend yeah, yeah. that's basically and what it is now i gotta say that when you do that and then they fly the nest it leaves a bigger hole right because it's like close friends aren't quite around yeah. all the time anymore love hurts yeah that's the bottom line um guys i gotta speak to you on this one if Wives, if you can get your guys to watch this, that's a miracle in of itself. But it says the mother must ever stand preeminent in this work. What that tells me is that, yeah, I might be the dad around the place. And, you know, sometimes we think of dad as the head of the home. But when it comes to well, parenting, he and he is, yeah. But when it comes to parenting, this is the boss lady. And well, I want, to, I want to qualify that and say yes, but our children knew the book stopped with you, not with me. Yeah, but you, you were the, I guess the way we always used to say it, like a regular school, I would be the principal. Yeah. But you were the teacher and right. you were right there with them. Right. So and you the smart, carried the, the lid of it. Most right. Of the time. And the way it works best is, OK, so if your wife comes to you and says X, Y and Z about this, that and the other with the children, don't be just like... That's right. She's right there on the front right. line. Right. So to it her. has it probably has more than fifty percent of, of value. When yeah. So this is this is one thing that <laughs> I did wrong. Um, we said we were going to tell you stuff, <laughs> and I, as I look back, I tried to be too, and I, sh I shouldn't say too involved. I was very involved in the parenting of our children, but sometimes Karen would be doing something. Oh no, no, no! Do it that way. Do it this way. Or she would say, oh, I'm concerned about this. Oh, no, don't worry about well, it. Well, partly pass. that's because I'm a people pleaser and I'm a conflict avoider. So if I would say this, this and this, and he would say, no, 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 no. I was more inclined to back down because of my personality. Yeah, and I'm used to just being in charge. And so, <laughs> you know, I would just take charge. But this, this came back to me. It's like, no, mom knows them better. Mom's with them all the time. And if mom sees a problem, dad, listen up. Don't say, oh, no, it doesn't exist. Now, that's not to say moms can't get you know, all frazzled and hyper and get worried about things that aren't real. I mean, that happened oh, first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've gone through 10 parenting tips. Mm -hmm. We hope some of those were useful for you. What we also wanted to do in this program is now move over to a quick One marriage tip. quick marriage One tip. One quick marriage tip. And today's marriage tip is that guys see everything through blue glasses. They have blue hearing aids in. And it's just blue logic and it's blue everything <laughs> what do i mean by that we just see the world differently to our wives and that's why um sometimes when we're communicating it's like what are you on about it's because she's talking pink and we hears we, pink speaks pink thinks pink feels pink so carolyn will say something and it means x to her 
And by the time it comes through my blue glasses into my blue brain and goes through my blue reasoning, it comes out blue, it comes out Y, and you said X. And so you've got to realize, especially when it comes to parenting. I was going to say, this applies even more when you go from marriage into parenting, because then you're coming from your own perspectives of how you were raised, yes. and it gets very confusing then. So have you, have you I, I know I've been with other guys, and it's like, have any of you, I've, I've heard this said by other guys, <laughs> Have any of you figured out women's logic yet? Well, guys, don't worry about it. You probably never will. Don't it, even try. <laughs> it's, it's like from another planet. And that's okay. We can learn to operate together, but we're never going to be, I'm never going to be pink and you're never going to be blue, but we can blend. And I think the longer we're together, the more we understand each other. But we just wanted to remind you that don't expect, you didn't marry yourself. So when you say it so clear, She's not going to hear it that way because she's different. She's her. And that, that's just and how that's, it's meant to be. And that is how it's meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> just in wrapping up here, if you go to the Homeplace YouTube channel, there are probably now hundreds of videos mm -hmm. for you to choose from. Some 20 minutes, some 10, some whole hour. Yeah. So just bask yourself in all kinds of information there. Also, we would like to encourage you uh, if this video or any of our videos have been a blessing to you, The Home Place is purely funded by contributions from viewers like you. Mm -hmm. uh, this is full-time work for Carolyn mm -hmm. and I. We do not have any other work. Uh, if you feel blessed and you would like to support us, then you can go to the homeplace.org website and click on donate and that will enable us to keep pumping out right these videos. and then subscribe to the youtube channel and yes. you click on the bell and i'm trying to remember what i meant to say oh, that's pretty impressive <laughs> yeah. um, anyway god bless we hope this was uh, uh enjoyable for you and we'll catch you next week with 10 more parenting tips bye-bye